0: Hey guys, welcome to the Reaching While Teaching podcast. It's your host, Shanina Lacia, and I'm just here reaching people while teaching them how to live their best life. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. So we are in the self-care, self-love season. I'm so excited for this season. I've been enjoying all these episodes. Hopefully you guys have been enjoying listening to them as well. So today's episode, we're gonna have our amazing guest on today's episode. And I'm so excited. But before she even lets you know who she is, I just want to tell you a little bit about her. All right. So this is an amazing woman. She is an author. She is a motivational speaker. She is a minister. She is a relationship coach. And that's just a few of her titles. She is from New Orleans. And I am so excited for you guys to just listen to her speak today as we discuss this important topic. All right, so without further ado, I want to introduce to you Therese Sherelle. Welcome. Hi, Shanine. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> Do you want to tell the audience a little bit about you? I know I said a little bit, but you can give us a little more. <coughs> yes, I can.
1: Um, I have a master's in business administration. Mm -hmm. I have a bachelor's in political science pre-law. I am the co-author of Unshakable Faith. I am the founder of Transforming Consciously LLC. That's Mm -hmm. my business where I do my author consulting and my relationship coaching services. Mm -hmm. I am also the co-editor of QRTM, digital and print magazine here in New Orleans, and that stands for Queens Rising the Movement. And I'm also involved in some other social and fraternal organizations. And I must add that I am the Louisiana stateholder for my sister code organization. That's a women's empowerment and networking organization on Facebook.
0: Nice. Wow. You are doing a lot. I love it. That is so exciting. Thank you. I definitely want to connect with you and learn a little bit more about um your LLC, transforming consciously that sounds like an amazing just business to be in you know i love working with authors as well so i definitely want to talk to you you know a little more about that but okay. that's not what this episode is about <laughs> so i okay, want to get okay we can save that one <laughs> yes 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 i want to get distracted okay so um before we start i guess i want i want the audience to hear from you in your own words, what would you Mm -hmm. say self-care means?
1: I would say that self-care means, well, when I hear the term self-care, I think about those strategies and techniques and practices that we engage in um, to make sure that we are healthy in a holistic way. So at my church here in the city, Here in New Orleans, I attend the City of Love. We preach and we practice harmonic prosperity. So that is prosperity in the five main areas of your life. Mm -hmm. That's spiritual, mental, relational, physical, and financial. So when I think about self-care, I think about, for me, putting things into those areas that would contribute to my overall well-being. Mm -hmm. as an individual, as a mother, as an employee, as an entrepreneur, as an author, because, you know, we wear so many crowns.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: making sure that I am able to give myself fully, you know, give 100% or 110% to all of those things that I'm working on. So in order to do that, I have to practice some self-care techniques to one, keep my sanity, mm-hmm. <laughs> and two, make sure that I am able to show up, you know, my best self, be the best version of myself.
0: Right, right, right. I, I love that. I love that. I yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like self-care isn't just one area of our life. It's just our whole life, like our mental health, you know, physical things, our physical health, Everything, so I feel like it's so crucial to take care of ourselves because if we don't, we're gonna end up going crazy, right? So, I I definitely, I definitely love that response, and um, I love that you mentioned you know strategies because there's definitely strategies to it. Like, you you gotta sometimes you have to be intentional too. I don't know if you agree, but you gotta be intentional with yes, (laughs) you have to because if you don't. You know,
1: it'll get away from you like
0: you. I mean, and even with
1: being intentional, you still have to schedule time. Mm. I'm intentional. Hey, I'm going to do this. And of course, you know, life happens. I'm working. I have a daughter. I'm writing. I'm reading. You know, mm. I'm working on business things. I'm involved in other things. So being intentional is good. But even with being intentional, you, I still believe that you need to at least schedule, yes. you know, a block out a period of time. Um, and it doesn't have to be chunks at a time. You know, it doesn't have to be hours a days. I mean, I see you're you're a parent, you know, you're working, you're a wife. So you're wearing some crowns as well. You're a businesswoman. <laughs> we have to get those moments that we can. You know, we may not have hours and hours, but hey, you can take a 15, 20 minute walk. I mean, I love candles. Now, you know, I'm in my room. I have my candle lit. Mm-hmm. I usually like my music. I'm reading, I'm writing. So it's really something that the person, you know, it's an individual thing Yeah. because it's going to look different for different people. So necessarily what I do for my self-care may not be what you do, but as long as we are getting, you know, getting and maintaining those few moments, doing things that are going to refresh us and revitalize and, and renew us, you know, and give us that sense of Um, you know, well being, even for those brief moments, is something that's definitely going to help us to be more energized and ready to continue dealing with everything else we have,
0: right? Right, right. I I hear you, I hear you. Um, (laughs) you definitely, I love that scheduling, guys. So, if you're listening, please make sure you schedule it in because we can say it all day, like, Oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and we have a plan to do it, but you know, plans don't always turn out as they should, (laughs) so um. So re- regarding self-care, right? Um you know, we're talking about ourselves, we're talking about how to take care of ourselves, but we all have relationships in our lives and you're a relationship coach. So I kind of wanted to hear from your sp- perspective um just relationships and you know how they can really, they can really affect our mental health. They can affect us like physically, spiritually, all of that, the relationships that we get in. And I'm talking more so romantic ones, right? So I kind of want you to break down just a little bit um, what a toxic or damaging relationship would look like. So if there's people listening that kind of need to know, you know, if they're in one, some indicators, like what exactly would that look like? And then we'll kind of go into you know, what I want to focus on for the episode. So how would that look? Okay.
1: I would say, first of all, we're going to acknowledge, I just have to say this, all relationships are lessons and blessings, even the ones that don't work out. And in my book, I speak about relationships is being healthy, loving, and mutually beneficial to all parties. Mm-hmm. So for the sake of toxic, I'm going to say that, It's going to look different for each relationship because we know that all relationships are not created equally. Mm -hmm. But when I think of toxic, I think of those behaviors or traits that have a negative um, influence on the individual or the relationship. So I would think about maybe someone who's insecure, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's male or female, because I believe we all have some toxic traits at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not always the other person, you know, we're quick to identify those traits in our partner and we're a little slower to identify <laughs> those toxic traits in us. We're going right. to keep it real, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to keep it real. So, you know, it's, it's always easier for us to see it in other people. So I would say insecurity is going to be for me, any form of abuse that's verbal, mental, physical, that's mm. financial, you know, that's any form of control that one partner is trying to exert over the other partner. Wow, um, wow. It's going to be those um, kind of, I don't want to say like sarcastic, you know how you have a person that's like sarcastic or belittling, like they're always going to put you and your ideas down.
0: Um. They always
1: have a negative outlook or approach, mm-hmm. or they may even um, disguise it is like they're supporting you. But as soon as you're like, oh, honey, I'm thinking about going back to school, they kind of put you on a guilt trip like mm, the kids are going to miss you. You never have any time for me. You wow. know, just different things like that that look different, you know, for different relationships. And we don't always see it as being toxic at the time. But mm-hmm. it is some warning signs that we should definitely, you know, um, that can raise red flags. Mm hmm. Um, you know, when you see them or come across them. So I would say definitely for me, there are, you know, there are some big no um, nos turnoffs. Like if I see them, I try to run foreign and fast. <laughs> And of course you don't, you know, you don't always see them, you know, initially. Yeah. Of course the yeah. person is going to give you that representative, of the best version. So it's not like you're going to see these traits and behaviors in the beginning of the relationship. But for those of you all who listening that do see the insecurity do see the mental or uh, physical, uh, you know, abuse or some type of control in the beginning, I would say run, run far and fast, get mm. out, don't wait. I like that.
0: Um, and like then,
1: that. <laughs> thank you. And then, you know, for others, it comes later on, you know, as the relationship develops, um, as they see that you are, you know, you're a good person, you have a good personality, you well-liked, they want to try to, um, in their mind, I'm doing my little air quotes, you know, protect you. But what they're really trying to do is, you know, they're trying to control you. And what's going to happen is the more control that they're able to maintain over you, the less you're going to be independent. So it starts with little subtle things. Mm -hmm. Um, Like if you want to go out with your girlfriends, you know, this is something you always do. Now, mind you, when you're in a relationship, you know, there are going to be some things that are going to have to change. You know, it doesn't mean you totally change, but you just take into consideration, hey, I am dealing with someone. So it does require that my time and attention, they get some of it also.
0: Mm -hmm. So,
1: you know, you may not be able to stay out as long with your girlfriends or, you know, they may feel a certain way if you go to certain places, you know, um, so you just have to kind of be mindful and watch it. But it's different things for different people. Yeah. But I would say most of us at some point in time of our life or another have experienced some, time, some signs of being in a toxic relationship or at least a toxic trait or behavior. Even if the relationship isn't toxic, uh-huh. they may have, you know, displayed some traits or characteristics that could potentially lead to a toxic relationship.
0: I like that. I like that. So I like that you mentioned that sometimes even ourselves, we can display some toxic, you know, behaviors and yeah. that you don't want to just throw, you know, the baby out with the bath water, like we're not perfect, but if it's like <laughs> yeah. a, you know, a habitual thing and it's just the whole relationship is just unhealthy, it's damaging, it's not, it's causing you hurt, turmoil, pain, it's causing you to be insecure, maybe the person's right. insecure, then I feel like that, that's what you got to focus on, guys. That's what you have to look at. So since we're all about, we're talking all about self-care, Right. Mm-hmm. Would you say letting go of these toxic relationships is a form of self-care? What's your thought on that?
1: Oh yes, most definitely. Mm-hmm. I would say that is the utmost form of self-care. And in my book, I have my AAA which I call acknowledge, accept and adjust. Mm-hmm. And what I realize pretty much in any area of our lives, those are that's my you know that's my strategy. First, we must acknowledge that we are in a toxic relationship or that the person does have toxic, you know, traits or characteristics. That's the first step. Mm -hmm. Once we acknowledge it, you know, we can see it. Not just you can see it for my situation, but I can see it for myself. You know, you always have that person that's on the outside looking in. So they see it from a different perspective than the person that's, you know, currently in it and dealing with it. They may not see it as easily because they're, you know, they're in the mix. They're in the middle of it. But when you have that friend, family member or whoever the person is that, you know, sees it um, and maybe, you know, if they're a friend, they'll bring it to your attention. And then once you evaluate your current situation and you acknowledge it for yourself, you will see that, hey, you know, this isn't healthy because it's toxic. So it's not healthy. Mm -hmm. Remember the key, we want healthy, loving, mutually beneficial relationships. There is nothing healthy about a toxic relationship. So. Once we acknowledge it, you know, we can accept it. So accepting doesn't mean we just deal with it, but we accept that, you know what, you know, these are some, you know, some some traits of characteristics that I've seen in my partner that I don't necessarily like or, you know, can think I can go along with. Now, you should always, you know, communicate because we know that communication is very essential to a relationship. Right. No matter right. what type it is. So, you know, you should you should communicate that you know, to your partner and see where they are with it. Because I think sometimes people, when we bring things to their attention, they see it differently. Because remember, when you're in it, you can't see it. So, you know, it they're just being themselves more or less. So they may not think they're being controlling. But if you bring it to their, you know, attention and like, well, you know, when you did this, I felt this way. Because, you know, maybe they don't know how you feel about it. If you're not open enough, and then that's a form of control as well, because maybe you don't feel like you're comfortable enough or open enough, you know, to tell them how you feel without them getting mad, right. without them, right. you know, guilt shaming you or making you feel bad about the way you feel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all that kind of goes into it. But at the same time, it goes into my acknowledge, accept, adjust, because once we get to the um, acceptance, then, you know, that's the time when you have a decision you have to make. Okay. Am I going to stay and put up with it? Am I going to, you know, okay, I'm going to bring it to my partner. We're going to try to work it through because I mean, I believe I'm just that type of person. Relationships are going to require you work. That's just, you know, that's just a given, but it depends on how much work and if both parties are willing. If Mm -hmm. it's a toxic Mm -hmm. situation, that might not be nothing that you want to work on. If you see that, you know, it's going to take you down, you know, in a downward spiral. If it's going to harm you in any way or harm someone else, then, you know, sometimes you just have to let go, which is a form of self-care, you know, as as you act. So I would say, if you're looking at it from that perspective, we're going to first of all acknowledge it. We're going to decide if we're going to accept it. And then we're going to make the necessary adjustments. So whether that adjustment means seeking help, you know, from a psychiatrist or, you know, a counselor or relationship coach (laughs) or whoever you want to or (laughs) whether that adjustment, you know, goes with, Hey, I think it's best that I leave this, this relationship, you know, it's not really good for me. It's not healthy. And I don't see anything good coming out of it. That's what you need to do for yourself. Mm -hmm. And self-care comes down to self (laughs) caring for yourself. You know, it's as simple as that. And there's different ways that we can do it. And I know that you've um, heard the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup or self-care. You know, some people feel like it's selfish, but I'm like, how can I truly care for you? You know, and give you the best of me if I'm not at my best, you know, potential, if I'm not at my best well-being, you know, if I'm not up to par. So it does require that. And I've been in relationships, you know, where I'm like, hey, you know, I love me first and most. So I have to make a decision. And, you know, I mean, hey, at the end of the day, a choice has to be made, you know, for the greater good. So I have to choose me because I have to, you know, I have to wake up. I have to look myself in the mirror. You know, I have to move on and look myself, you know, every day at the decision that I made. So that's why mm -hmm. you want to make sure you make the best choice for yourself. And, you know, some people are going to support you and some are not. But. You have to make the best decision that you have to make for yourself, you know, given with what you have at that time.
0: And as it relates
1: to a toxic relationship, the best decision I would recommend is that you get out of it.
0: Yes. Yes. I love those. I I like how you you incorporated some (laughs) tips. The next question I was going to ask was tips, but you kind (laughs) of incorporated all that. So that's good. You gave them all the goodies, all the information. I hope you guys are listening to everything she's saying because it's just powerful advice, especially the triple A method. That is powerful right there. I love that. And I think that can be applied to not even just romantic relationships, um, relationships with your family, with friends. If if you have toxic relationships, there's people in your life you know that that probably shouldn't be there or you might need a break from them it's okay to tend to yourself and tend to your needs i was reading this article and it was mentioning how we are responsible for our own emotional spiritual and mental well-being so sometimes we neglect caring for ourselves you know because of the types of relationships we have and allow into our lives so we're just like oh well that's my that's my family um that's my boyfriend. That's my, you know, and we just allow and we accept things, you know, and you have to be mindful, like, do you really wanna allow that? Because you show someone how to treat you based on what you accept and based on what you allow. So we we oh definitely, you know, we we wanna think that over a little, you know, a little um a That's little great. more when we I love start to allow, you know, I I love that too. I don't know where I heard it from, but I was just like, that is good. Like, that's so true.
1: (laughs) You don't even have my book because I speak about that in my book too. (laughs) Really? I got to get it. I do. I do. And my chapter eight stand true to you. Like you said, a person is only going to do what you allow them to do. Mm. So if you have low self-esteem and you feel that way about yourself, you're going to accept any way they treat you because you don't have that level you know, self-esteem of confidence. So however you, you know, however they treat you, it's going to be fine with you. But when you know your value, when you know your worth, when you know who you belong to, when you know that you're a child of God and you know that you expect and deserve the best, you're not going to settle for anything. You're not going to just let a person, you know, treat you any type of way they want because you're going to let them know, no, honey, mm -mm, I'm not the one. This is what you're not going to do. (laughs) But if we uh, if we allow it, you know, they don't know because maybe they did that in a previous relationship and it was okay. So Mm -hmm. you have to make sure and this goes in line with the communication, you know, this, you know, it all is all relative because the other side of that is people, you know, we all grow up in different, you know, households in different situations. So maybe that was something that was acceptable in their household. You know, maybe that's how they saw their parents interact. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they came from a single parent household, so they didn't really see that. So it's not always, you know, I'm, I'm saying in terms of, of blaming them, but a person can only do what they know how to do, what they've been around, you know, as a part of their environment. Right. But you can teach them another way, a better way. But if you just accept it, then that's what they're going to do and they're not going to think anything is wrong with it or anything about it.
0: Yes, so y'all let y'all let it go if there's toxic relationships, there's behaviors that you're allowing, please just let it go let it go. you deserve you know you deserve the best you deserve to be loved, you deserve to be um taken care of you deserve to just have peace and not be stressed out you know by having just these toxic relationships or having um these people in your life you know that's just bringing you harm and damage you know so I do want to leave you guys with this, um, with this excerpt that I found on this article. It says, Sometimes a flower doesn't grow, not because it isn't being watered or tended to. It doesn't grow because the soil in it is rotten. If the soil is soggy, hard, rocky, or lacking in nutrients, roots won't be happy and the flower won't thrive. But if you take that flower and remove it from that soil and place it in healthy soil it will blossom and bloom like it was meant to. The same holds true to us. Sometimes we have to change our environment and who we're allowing into our space in order for us to reach our maximum potential. Protect your soil and grow into the person God has made you to be.
1: Wow.
0: I love that. I love that. I'm like... I I love that too. You're going to have
1: to let me know what you got. Oh my God. And it's so you know, it's just so relative to life. Like you said. all types of relationships, just you have to change your environment. You have to change the way that you think. That's, that's a part of my transforming consciously. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to change and the change starts from within. It starts from within, but it starts with a conscious decision. Like you said earlier, you must be intentional. Mm
0: -hmm. The change is not
1: going to happen. We could want to change all day, every day, but if we're not intentional and if we don't make, the, you know, the necessary steps. If we don't take the necessary steps, then it'll just don't be, happen. I want to do something. I want exactly. to do it. It'll just be something we always want to do, but never fully
0: accomplish. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I'm definitely going to send it to you. I'm thinking of probably putting it in episode details, um, okay. but I'll definitely send that to you. So uh, we do... I just want to thank you. First of all, I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank you for sharing your insight, sharing your wisdom, sharing this encouragement um, with us. And I want you to leave us with your information. Let us know where can we find you? Where can we contact you? Where can we purchase your book? Let us know everything. All right, go ahead.
1: Okay, thank you so much. So I am Teresha Rell and on Facebook, it's Teresha Rell. I also have a page for the book, Called Live, Learn, Love with an Open Heart on Instagram. I am at Terry Charrell, and that is spelled T-E-R-I-E-C-E-C-H-E-R-E-L-L. Twitter: Terry Charrell. My website: www.tericharrell.com, spelled the same way. You can also check me out on Amazon, the ebook, and I'm also on Barnes and Noble's, the Nook version and the paperback version of my book. Live, Learn, Love with an Open Heart, Life Lessons on Cultivating Healthy and Meaningful Relationships.
0: Love it, love it, love it. And I will include all of that that she just mentioned in the episode details. So please check her out, guys. She's an amazing woman. Subscribe to her website, purchase her book, Just support, because I love what she's doing. I love what you're doing. And
1: I just want to thank you so much much
0: for coming on the show.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me. And congrats to you as well with your business endeavors. Thank you. And reach a while teaching. Great
0: class. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. So we will Bye. see you in the next episode, guys. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Shanina Lacia, S-H-A-N-I-N-E-A-L-E-S-S-I-A. And as always, go out and live your best life. Bye.